Hello, my fellow nerds, and welcome back to Last Nerds on Earth presents The Five Crystals, a D&D adventure. I'm Mike, your host this week. I also play Oliver Blackthorn, the teenage halfling rogue. It's finally time for our hero's plan to be put into action. Will their heist go off without a hitch? Probably not. Let's see how much they screw things up this week. All right, welcome one and all to The Last Nerds on Earth presents A Dungeons and Dragons Adventure. The Five Crystals. <laughs> Was that good? Who just Great snort enough. laughed? I want to know who just snort laughed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't add music. <laughs> I did it already. It was me. I've been... <laughs> Like, I've been getting, I don't know if it's just that I'm getting up there in age or what, but I've been <laughs> snort laughing for the first time in my life, and it's, like, completely out of my control. Dude, I know, like, a 13-year-old girl that snorts laugh, so I don't, I don't, it's not the age thing. And I'm not calling you a 13-year-old girl, I'm just saying that it happens, but any losers. Where we last left off, our heroes had gotten a mission from the Adventurers Guild to acquire a certain item from a Baron Willington. They met up with their Adventurers Guild contact, Leon, who also was working within the Thieves Guild for the Adventurers Guild, you assume, or you, you have done checks for and found this to be true. To your knowledge i don't want to give anything away from there you guys went and talked to baron willington through some unfortunate events he was not willing to part with said item of which you don't know about yet and you devised a plan to try to beat out the thieves guild steal the item and get it to the adventurers guild you went to the catering team and got a couple of jobs there Allegrax actually got an invitation after the Baron realized who he was, and Carly did a little sneaky sneaky and actually managed to get his hands on some guard's armor. And a new best friend, I think his name was Tim. I'm going to be honest, I didn't write it, it down. It was Tim. Perfect. Do I have that written down? I don't. I have the fucking owner of the Cherry Cherubs written down, but I don't have Tim's written down so i'm really glad i remember well, it's that. probably because you were like eh, tim i'll remember that it's just it's, it's tim just, it's just tim good to know you got your priorities straight right <laughs> so where we last left off in a more immediate sense allegrax had just made his way through the front doors carly was making rounds with his buddy tim and was near to outside the mansion walls Oliver and Rain had made their way in with the catering company and had not had almost been spotted by the Baron, but he did not recognize them. You get the sense that maybe he doesn't really care about the help. Shocking. I know. Quick question about that. Yeah, because you're blackface. I know. I was thinking about that. too. No, yeah. Am I still cloaked or no? Well, we never said you didn't. And Sheila didn't ever really say anything about it. She's more along the lines of, I don't look a gift horse in the mouth. This guy's a little weird, but... So you've got uniforms on, and I assume you have just sort of like a hat or something that's emanating the uh, okay. the head there. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it. What I'm going to do is this going to be a little tricky, because we do have, usually when you split the party, it's two groups. In this one, we do have three. So what I'm going to do is start with Allegrax. And then I'm going to go to Rain and Oliver, and then we'll jump to Carly, and then I'll sort of play it however it goes. And we'll try to find good stopping points for you guys as we go through here. And I'll try not to just cut you off right as something's about to happen, or um, uh, maybe I will. Who knows? So, Allegrax. Yes. You have 
just stepped through two very wide brash double doors two guards are flanking you and there's a sort of a spindly not really spindly but he is a thinner man with his hair slicked back black hair and he's got a very nice outfit on but he comes up to you and he says excuse me sir may i have your name so i can announce you yes i'm allegrax dardendrian very good sir and he turns to the party presenting allegrax dardendrian and he bows and sort of gestures to you as you step into the room and you see, you know, several heads turn towards you, probably about half, and you are in this very grand and ornate foyer, or foyer, if you want to get fancy. Right in front of you, there is just a very majestic painting of what looks to be like a landscape, and there is a resemblance of Baron Willington standing in it, almost in a Napoleonic style, where he's got like his foot up. I mean, he is like a gnome, so he's rather small. Very beautiful, ornate painting. There's several groups of people nearby you in the immediate area. All right, one second. I'm going to stop talking. Scrolling, scrolling. Okay. That was so hot. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stop and then do it. There is a small group of people just to the right of you with a very beautiful older lady talking with a, a, a much... Not much younger, but he is a younger gentleman, sort of in murmured tones. They both stop and turn to look at you. And then there's a couple other people there. And then you do hear from sort of to the back of this immediate room, you hear, Oh! Oh! Excellent! Excellent! Excuse me! Excuse me! And pushing his way through several people is Baron Wellington himself and he comes up and he's like mr dardendrian lord dardendrian you must excuse me i'm so happy that you accepted my invitation i do must apologize because i did not realize who you were at the time me and your father have had quite the business relationship in the past and i'm just beside myself with 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 fury at myself and, and 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 i'm very upset but i'm so glad you're here now if you would come in please come in everybody this is this is allegorax dardendrian obviously they know that i would hope so or not my dear baron wellington uh, i think neither of us had our best face on at our last meeting. Oh, right you are, right you are. When the Adventure Guild comes a-calling, we have to answer. <laughs> come, 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 come. I'm talking to my good friend Bartholomew Dews over here. So he leads you over to this gentleman who is, he's very tall and thin. He's a male human. He's got very long blonde hair and very fine, almost elvish-like features. And he is wearing robes of white and tan with a, a symbol on the front of it. And if you want to roll a religion check real quick, I might be able to tell you who that is. Oh, hell yeah, I do. It's going to be a uh, solid 11. Solid 11. Okay, so I mean, this isn't a very uncommon god. It's actually the god Danier. He's a lesser deity. He's still fairly known, but he's a lesser deity of art, cartography, glyphs, images, knowledge, literature, and scholars. So these, this is a very intelligent god and usually the people who follow him are rather scholarly they're not necessarily you know blood worshippers or, or sacrificers of, of anything fruits vegetables humans whatever but they're committed to gaining learning and keeping of knowledge they usually have very large libraries within their temples interesting and bartholomew looks over and he gives a short little uh, respectful bow and he says hello it's very nice to meet you 
Baron Willington has been telling me very much about you, and it's good to finally put a face to the name. How are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm fantastic. Fantastic party here, fantastic company. Life couldn't be better. That's very true, very true. If you would like, obviously I don't need to tell you, but there's quite a lot of food and drink, and feel free to wander about the house. Isn't that right, Mr. Willington? Oh, I'm sorry, Baron Willington. And he sort of gives a little chuckle, and he says, no, you're absolutely right, absolutely right, Mr. Dodendrian, Lord Dodendrian? Ah, call me Allegrax. Allegrax, how wonderful. Feel free to roam around, chat it up, see who's here. Maybe you might know somebody, maybe you might not, who knows? But have as much fun as you can. And, you know, he, he sort of goes back to sort of chatting with Bartholomew, not necessarily dismissing you per se, but he has greeted you and that's sort of the end of that. Before you make a quick decision, you are at sort of the back of the foyer. From the entrance to your right, there are two large double doors that are also wide open, and you can see it leading into a very grand and beautifully decorated hall with paintings and columns and sort inside there, and there's groups of people mingling in there. And then from the entrance to your left... Actually, roll me a perception check just to see. Perception that's going to be 18. Oh, perfect. Yeah, you got this. So from the entrance to the left, there is a solitary guard. Very, very stout and barrel-chested. He's pretty beefy. He's wearing the uniform of not the Waterdeep Watch, but the private security team that Willington has hired. And he's standing guard next to a single door, not very ornately designed just a simple wooden door and that's sort of what you see from where you're at right now so what would you like to do all right well first thing i have to stop by the uh the whores duvers i'm sorry the what oh God. the whores the whores the duvers <laughs> dude i was like what the whores duvers all right so you make your way into the dining hall and there are quite a few different types of people in here just different groups of very fancy and and very well looking people and actually as you pass through I'll give you this with your 18 perception check. The lady and the young man who are sort of talking next to the door, you sort of, you, you, well, what if we, what if we sent off maybe criminals to fight on the front lines? What, what would you think of that, Presidio? I don't know about that. Doesn't seem right forcing people to die for somebody else's cause. We'll have to think of something else. As fascinating as sending criminals to the front lines is, I'm more interested in cheese and crackers. <laughs> right, so you push your way into the dining hall. There's quite a few people. There's a grumpy looking, I think he's human. Yeah, there's a grumpy looking human off to the right who's just sitting there. The only reason you would even take notice to him is because he's completely by himself. He looks very irritated. And he's got a, a glass of whiskey in one hand, and he's not talking to anybody. He looks very out of place, and like he just does not want to be here at all. But at the back of the dance hall, which sort of does like a sort of curve around to the left, a very slight curve, you do notice the bar. <laughs> the bar has is completely fully stocked on the left side with alcohol, liquor, ale, wine, all sorts of accoutrement. And on the right, there's a very nice spread. I'm just going to spread of, you know, cheeses, meats, crackers, little finger sandwiches, cucumber sandwiches, um, olives and things. Oh my. If that's a good thing to have. So Dragonborn hate olives, obviously. <laughs> I didn't see it in your backstory. I didn't know. I thought it was understood, but <laughs> no worries. Not easily offended. 
So if you want to, that's a good place that you can head over and get some snacky snacks. I mean, first off, obviously, where would I go but the bar? Right. There is a, a bartender back there. What would you like to order? Well, I'm going to, you know, look at the barkeep and say, I'd like your finest whiskey. But of course, sir, we only keep the best of the best around here. Have you heard of Wendigo whiskey? Hmm, I'm familiar. Which uh, which particular variety? Oh, the, the local brewery, actually, of course. Baron Wellington does not import this type of drink, sir. Ah, of course. I, I know the man who brews it. Everyone does. Mr. Windiger himself. Ah, of course. Quite a quite a man, if I do say so myself. Shall I pour for you, sir? Ah, that would be lovely. Thank you. Excellent. And he pulls up a very, very nice crystalline sort of tumbler and pours you about half full. Any ice or would you prefer it neat, sir? Uh, neat. Excellent. Here you are, sir. You have a good evening. You as well. Thank you. Then he goes back to sort of tidying up and taking care of the other customers. I'm going to turn my attention and you know, walk over to that loner I see. Okay. I'm going to walk up to him. I'm going to be like, ah, I see I have a fellow lover of the whiskey. Yeah, what of it? You seem to be lonely. What keeps you away from the festivities? You're only lonely if you're missing somebody. I'm not missing anybody, but parties just really aren't my thing. All right, well, whiskey will help with that, won't it? Well, I'm on my third one and it hasn't done much for me so far, but maybe the fourth will help. Three glasses of Windigger. You're quite the resilient fellow. You grew up drinking it. That's just what happens. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Pray tell, what's your name? My name's Gunther Artis. Gunther Artis. I'm Allegrax Dardendrian. Very nice to meet you, I suppose. I see you've got yourself uh, whiskey there as well. Wouldn't be Windigger now, would it? Oh, of course it would. <laughs> what else? You're setting to tie one off. <laughs> I, I have a particular love for the Windigger whiskey. Can't keep myself away from it. Yeah, once you have one, you, you really can't. There's nothing else quite like it. And you see his sort of demeanors. His sort of, the cloud is lifting a little bit from him now that he's found somebody who isn't a complete rich person. I'm just going to say that to talk to. Yeah, snobby. Yeah. So, uh, tell me, friend, have you, have you had a chance to take a look around this lovely house here? Oh, yeah, you know, I mean, usually most of his parties, uh, barons, that is, most of his parties just uh, sort of stick to this main hall and the dance hall over there, and you look to where he's pointing, and there is some more doors that are wide open, and there is music. You're just sort of now realizing there's been music floating throughout this whole place the entire time. It's a very sort of upbeat tempo, but there are people sort of dancing and laughing inside the dance hall. Hmm. I guess not as good as sea shanties, but... <laughs> You like sea shanties, do you now? I haven't been known to tickle the keys of the old, greasy, broken-down pianos. <laughs> oh, you play? Every once in a while. It really depends on how lucky I'm feeling. Yeah, for sure. All right, all right. I can respect that, yeah. Well, if you ever get the fancy, I'm sure he's got a piano stuffed around here somewhere. Oh, I don't think I'm quite ready for the high-class folk. Yeah, that's what I say every time I have to come to one of these things. I, I'm interested in taking a look around. T tell me, do you know what's behind that door over there? And I gesture over to the one that I see, the big barrel-chested guard garden. Oh, all through there. I'm sure it's just his private quarters, maybe a study or his library. Or who knows, maybe he's got a, a, a whipping chamber where he goes in and just beats the crap out of whoever's in there. Aye. <laughs> one can only speculate, I'm sure. I don't like thinking about it too much. Got too much on my mind, anyways. Eh, that's fair enough. Well, I think I'm going to go uh, wander the house, see what see what Baron Wellington has to show, 
If you care to join me, I'd be happy to have some company. Well, I appreciate the offer, but I think I'm gonna stick around here for just a few minutes longer, and then I'm I'm probably leaving. Right. Completely understood. Well, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Oi, cheers. And he uh, tips his glass <laughs> up. I, I drink to that. Throws it back, sort of just tosses the glass over where it breaks. Nobody pays attention to it and goes and gets another one. Or he heads off to the bar, assumingly to get another one. Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start walking around, you know, trying to see if I notice anywhere that seems to be, you know, very high security vault-like area. Yes, there's a giant gold vault to the left that says, "Please steal from here." Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. love it when that happens. <laughs> we'll let you sort of walk around for a little bit. I'm gonna jump over to Oliver and Rain for just split second. So, Oliver, Rain, are you still alive? Yes. I'm still here. Okay, excellent. Ooh, that's creepy. Excellent. So, um, you guys came in through the back, through the servant's entrance into the kitchen where you are now helping them unpack. And now that the party's sort of in full swing, you're loading up little trays full of food and having the people send it out and everything like that. You, you're just, you're pretty busy. Roll me a perception check real quick, if you could. Fourteen. Got an eighteen. Perfect. Okay. That works for both of you guys. As you're in the kitchen, from your perspective, there are, say you're coming in from the servant's entrance, in front of you, there's a door sort of in the left corner that leads right out into the dining hall. And then a door to the right of that that leads behind the bar. Basically, you open the door and the bar is right there. So hopefully that'll help you guys orientate where you are. And to your right, there are two staircases, one clearly leading down, one clearly leading up. And also, Oliver, since you got that 18, you do notice that there's also just to the left of the left door. I know this is a little confusing. I apologize. Just to the left of the left door, there is a metal box with a door on it that can slide up and down. Okay, so like a dumbwaiter? <gasps> he got it. Excellent. Yes, it is a yeah. dumbwaiter. <laughs> yeah, I know what those are. You recognize it as a dumbwaiter. Okay. So... Other than that, yeah, you guys are just sort of being asked to load stuff on trays, and that's what you're doing for now. What do you want to do? It sounds like we're working. Yeah. Gotta earn that tip. We don't actually know where the thing we're supposed to be, you know, stealing is. So the first thing we need to do is, is information gathering. Like mm -hmm. We need to figure out where it is. And then I think I think you're a little sneakier than I am. So I'm going to slip you the invisibility potion. Okay. And first thing, you know, take those trays, go out, mingle, circulate the crowd, listen in on conversations, see if I can get a clue as to where the item is. Okay. Are you going to hand off the invisibility potion to Oliver? We'll, we'll, like, we could slip into a cupboard pretty easily. We're servants. Like, no one's going to question mm -hmm. us going to get a pack of potatoes. And then I just hand them the invisibility potion. But no one's looking, so it's it's not hard. Okay, roll me a sleight of hand check, with advantage if you're if you're gonna get into a cupboard. I don't like when you make me roll for what should be a simple. <laughs> I would have let you just do it, but other servants are going in and out, and everybody's running around, and so they're not paying direct attention to you. But if they see you, they might ask questions. They might not. There's a lot of eyes. I get that. I'm real glad you let me take advantage of. So I got I got a twenty and that twenty. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. My other option was a natural one. So. Damn. Both sides of the spectrum over there, son. 
Dang. Okay, so as you guys are sort of moving around and loading stuff up and, and taking stuff in and coming back in, at some point, Oliver, you just feel a slight pressure, as in a, an additional weight is suddenly in one of your pockets. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you, I mean, you guys talked about it before, so you instantly recognize it as the invisibility potion. Mm-hmm. So with that, let's have you guys be out in the dining hall right now. Yes. Roll me perception checks. And are you guys sticking together or are you heading apart? I mean, I'll probably keep him in my vision. Okay. But I'm not going to, like, stick right behind him where it looks like we're following each other around. I'm not going to make it obvious, you know. Okay. Um, which rooms would you like to go in? We have basically the kitchen, the ballroom, the dining hall, and the foyer that you guys can get into without having to do anything for. Like, I did give you tip on, on this beforehand. I basically would have told you all you have to do is walk around with a tray and not talk. No one's going to question your presence as long as you're wearing the servant suit. These are nobles. They don't care about you. Nope. It's not my first time hearing that either. Not let you draw attention to yourself. Well, I'm pretty good at not drawing attention to myself, so I feel like I should be all right. So, yeah. I will probably go to the main, uh, whatever whatever constitutes the main dining area, like where the most people are. I'm just going to circulate into the crowd. Gotcha. So there is a few people in the dining hall. Most of the people are in the ballroom, which is just adjacent to it. So you just cross in front of the bar and go into the ballroom. So, and then Oliver, you're sort of proximity following. Yeah, yeah. I'm following, just keeping him in my vision, but not making it noticeable that I'm tailing him pretty much. Okay, so while you guys are in there, go ahead and roll me individual perception checks, please. Okay, uh, no. Yes, 17. Okay. I got a 19. Okay, with that, most of what you see, basic nobles, you know? They're fancy, they're looking good, they're feeling themselves. You guys, however, do notice two half-elves that stick out to you. Mumsy and Berkston Rutherford. They haven't noticed you, but they are talking to just a couple other people, a couple of humans, and they're just chatting back and forth and having a good time. With that high perception roll, you notice that they're being very nice to the servants that come up and get them food. They say thank you. They even tip every once in a while. They seem to be very, very understanding of what these people are going through at this point. So that's something you can put in the bank if you'd like to. Good to know. Other than that, as you're sort of walking around serving food, you hear this big boisterous laugh. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's you look over, as does several other people, and there is this big female dragonborn and she is laughing her ass off at this tiny male gnome who seems to be you know he's 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 excited like most gnomes are they get very excited but he's he's also a little bit red in the face and he's like shaking a finger and you can't really tell what they they're saying they're sort of in the back of the room but that you know they seem like they're on friendly terms but they're also having a little bit of the discussion also let's go and see who else is hanging out oliver as you're moving through you suddenly get bumped into and you hear this very beautiful voice oh <laughs> i'm so sorry about that oh it's quite all right dear and you turn and there is this very very beautifully dressed female gnome and she is dancing with one of the other lords and you see her look off to the side and you notice a very very angry male gnome who is staring out at her and with that high perception roll you also notice that their clothing sort of matches like in color and slight design 
His is obviously slightly more masculine, hers is more feminine. And that is, that's sort of the important stuff that you guys can see at present. Okay. Okay. No hints on the location yet, I'm assuming. Is anyone even talking about it? You can listen in to conversations if you'd like to. That's the plan. I'm trying okay. to listen in for anyone's talking about it or having a discussion or if it's upstairs, downstairs, you know. As of right now, you don't hear any mention of a particular item or anything like that. There are some people that are talking about, you know, several very nice and fanciful paintings. And you do hear the sort of slightly upset gnome. He's calmed down a little bit. He's talking to the dragonborn lady. He's like, well, I guess Baron Willington's finally back from his crusade to the north. And he does the air quotes. I feel like I can push that through with my voice. Crusade to the north. I felt it a little bit. Do you hear the air quotes? Yeah. Um, But that's like the closest thing you get to anybody really talking about it. And if you want to, you can't hear much more than that. You'll have to get closer if you want to hear anything else. Okay. I will will circle closer. Okay. Are you walking up to them, like presenting them with food, or are you just sort of trying to quietly listen in? I am walking up. I do have a tray of food. I'm going to try to get as close as possible without being seen, but if I... If I am seeing, I can just be like, oh, does. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Uh, oh, fuck. That's not great. Nine. <laughs> they got a natural 20. So uh, the squeaky gnome looks over at you. Oh, hello. Yeah, uh, what, are you, what are you serving there, the, uh, young, young master? What are you doing? I just present him with the tray. The dragonborn, the female dragonborn, goes, <laughs> Come on, Harold, he's not that bad. Get out of my way. And she reaches over and scoops like half the tray into her claws and she said, Now here, you can have one. And she holds it above his head and he, he's jumping up to ga- grab it. And finally he kicks her in the shin. And she's like, ah! <laughs> Here you go, Harold. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. They're just sort of laughing. And now, what were you telling me about this expedition to the north? Right. Well, I don't know much about it, but you know, there's rumors going around for sure. And he pauses for a second, and then like looks at you and says, "That'll be all, young man." I nod and kind of go to the side, like I'm taking up a position where I'm easily visible. But I'm gonna try to stay within inch earshot. So he can, he got a natural 20 on his perception. So he yeah. can tell that you're listening there, not just to serve, but listening in. So he, he quickly switches. He's like, anyways, as I was telling you earlier, I caught myself a brown catfish 24 feet long by myself in the middle of a thunderstorm. As soon as it's clear that he's nobody's fool, I'm going to make my way back into the room. Okay. There would need to be more suspicious than I already am. For Shizzle Manizzle. Oliver, what would you like to do? I'll head towards the upset gnome, the male gnome. Okay. That's wearing the matching clothing. Yep. And I'll just, I don't know, have a tray. No, probably not have a tray. I'll just come up and just, just, can I get you a drink, my lord? Make me a perception check real quick. We're going to do checks all night, son. Got a 10 plus 3, 13. Okay, so you can see his frustration and his fury, and he's got like a vein that's sort of pulsing in the side of his neck, and you you already know who he's looking at, and his eyes are just following or shooting veritable daggers, and his hand is white-knuckled clutching an empty bottle of ale, and he just sort of shoves it at you. (sighs) I swear to God, and he looks at you, and he's like, I swear to God's... One of these days, she's going to push me too far. Does she have to dance with every lord that looks at her? I mean, come on. Well, to be fair, she's just dancing. 
It's not like she's going home with him or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's obvious that you two came together, so I feel like she'll probably be leaving with you as well. Well, one can only hope. That's just a humble servant's opinion, though. Take it with a grain of salt. I might have to take it with a bucket. Oh, just this. She does this all the time, you know. All the time. Anytime we go anywhere, she's waving at this guy and smiling at this guy. And, oh, it just... It, it it grinds my gears is what it does, I tell... Oh, every time... Well, I mean, why she gotta just frustrate me like that, you know? If she wants to run off with somebody, run off with somebody. I'm, I'm not really sure that she's that she's looking for somebody to run off with, Lord. I mean, she, she does just seem like she has a rather friendly personality. She ran into me and immediately apologized when as other people in this room maybe have not done the same thing. They maybe ran into me and then kicked me over. You never know. I mean, she just seems, she seems like a friendly person, so maybe that's just how she is. Oh, she's friendly, all right. Way too friendly for my taste. Anyways, no, I don't mean to unload on you, but have a look at her. Listen, can you grab me another ale from the bar, please? I can't, I can't leave here. I've got to stay focused. Right away, my lord. No, head off and grab my nail. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Come here, lad. Any. I mean, he's he's a gnome, so he's he's slightly shorter than you, like just barely. But he sort of puts his arm around your neck and says, "Yeah, for the trouble of listening to me gab on," and then he slips you a gold coin into your hand. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I truly appreciate this. Uh, not at all. Get out of here, you little scamp. Yes, sir. Roll me a perception check as you're walking away. Nineteen plus three, which is twenty-two. You hear a mutter under his breath. Weird-looking little fucker. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Hang on. He rolled a three. He didn't hear that. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so you're headed there, and you're sort of meandering. Carly, I have not forgotten about you, but I'm going to bounce back to Allegrax real quick. Do what you got to do, man. All right. This is for the story. I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh um, it in my heart. <laughs> All right, um, a little Grabs. bit faster when you talk. Actually, I have arrhythmia. Okay, <laughs> it's a very serious condition. Um, all right, Allegrax. So you are essentially in the dining hall. Roll me a perception check, really quick, please, sir. I love those. You're so good. At I don't. I don't love that one. Why'd you jinx me like that? That's a seven. Okay, so you just sort of noticed the servants coming back and forth lords and ladies and stuff like that and the music going off you do hear sort of in the distance i mean it's a these are very large rooms but in the distance you sort of hear that dragonborn laugh when she did for them at the same time do i see this dragonborn lady not at present so you metagaming you know where she is but as of right now she's obscured by people but you're pretty certain it was a dragonborn i'm gonna walk towards it walk towards the sound try to get a look all right, you sort of make your way into the the crowd, and there's there's people around the rim of the ballroom, but mostly the floor itself is, is taking up center stage, and there's people dancing all over the place. A uh, a tiny little halfling with a black face walks past you. Sorry, I'm gonna say darkened face. Is that okay <laughs> if I say darkened face instead? Maybe no face. He's got no face. Cloaked face. Just saying. What? Well, I... Cloaked face. You see Oliver walk past you really quickly. <laughs> that works too. So, 
But as you're moving deeper and deeper into this room, like in a romantic movie, these two people, these two couples sort of dancing part, and you see this very loud and rowdy and and very beautiful and well-dressed dragonborn, almost in slow motion with sparkles around her, just laughing at this little halfling, or this little gnome, sorry. Now's when we see if Jack did his research. What what uh what color is she? I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have your character sheet pulled up though. You gotta be aware of the politics between different races of Dragonborn. Uh, there's none of that kind in my world because that's way too much work. But in my head, I envisioned her as red, so I'm gonna say a red Dragonborn. As long as she's not silver, you know. Oh, silvers are very rare now. The greens and the silvers, we don't really get along. Okay. I had always imagined her as a red dragonborn, so I'm just going to stick with that. Stereotypical much, but no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> then yeah, yeah, uh, we'll go with your uh, your slow-mo romance movie style. I'm going to I'm gonna approach the two and you know, kind of try to seamlessly integrate myself into, into their little circle. Okay, I mean, it's just the two of them, but you make a triangle. <laughs> uh, but uh, she's... she's... <laughs> oh! Well, hello there, young man. How are you doing tonight? She sort of sort of eyeballs you up and down a little bit, taking a gander over your... Are you wearing your armor, by the way? You never, you never took it off, but... Let's say, yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing my armor. Okay. I mean, it's it's good-looking armor, you know, and... It's, it's my dress armor. Sh- sure. Let's call it your dress armor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I, I was wondering that. I was like, does he still have his armor on? And I, I took it off of you in your armor class of like nine. So I was like, oh, okay. So we'll leave that on. See, in, in the in the Dragonborn clans, it's customary to wear our armor and equipment at all times. It's, it's, a, it's a Dragonborn thing. You, you probably wouldn't understand. Oh, I don't get it. I got you. Okay. Um, I'm just the god of this world. Um, <laughs> but uh, she is not wearing any armor, but she is wearing... I don't even actually don't know if I put her in any clothes (laughs) oh Um, uh, all right she is wearing very very it's that kind of party (laughs) it's it's nice clothing but it's not like super flashy like the other nobles it's almost plain but it's it's very very nice does that make sense it's like riding that line of i'm not a noble but i'm not a street rat either it's a very big yeah just hang on i gotta recalibrate never mind it doesn't matter very very brilliant let's say i'm trying to imagine let's say purple she's wearing a very brilliant purple dress on her bold choice all right yeah i like Um, it so it's and purple isn't a very cheap material to make so she's not poor but you know she's not she's not adorned with like jewelry and she doesn't have you know like makeup on or anything i don't know if dragonborns wear that but she doesn't have makeup on but she is very nicely dressed so anyways i apologize go ahead i'm gonna so i'm gonna approach them i'm gonna you know give a little bow and say sir my lady how goes it this evening well if she would stop making fun of me and uh she sort of smacks him a little bit and says hey it's going all right how are you doing there tall drink of water (laughs) oh you flatter me i'm quite all right i just arrived myself looking for looking for some nice conversation if you don't mind me joining is that all you're looking for? And she winks at you and then laughs. <laughs> Let's see where the night goes. What's your name, handsome? Allegrax of the Dardendrian clan. 
Oh, Dodendrian, fancy boy over here. He's got three syllables in his last name. <laughs> and you, which clan do you hail from? My name's Breek. Breek Doman. Breek Doman. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. The pleasure's all mine, I'm sure. And you, I turn to the, the little guy. What's your name? Ah, my name's Harold Pisces. Harold, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Ah, well, we'll see if it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, tell me, uh, I, I hate to interrupt your conversation. What what were you speaking of before I joined you? Uh, not at all. We were talking about this time I caught a 24-foot... 23... No, it's 24 for sure. This brown catfish in the middle of the ocean. And Breek sort of smacks him in. <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying he caught one by himself in the ocean. Broken arm, thunderstorm, 24 feet. Not likely. The thing would have eaten its boat if it had even seen him. <laughs> Say, how did you get to this party anyways? I've not seen you around here before. What accent is that? I'm hating this so much. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Power through. Um, myself. I was invited by the Baron after I, I showed up in town a few weeks ago. Made myself known to him, and apparently he took a liking to me. Roll me a deception check. Oh, that's going to be a crit. Fail or? No, a natural one. Okay, all right. There's two crits. Good one. Wow, okay. It's not much flavor for me. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of him, but... Say, you you didn't happen to go on that uh, expedition with him, did you? No, I wasn't I wasn't able to join him, but I've heard quite some interesting talk about it. Yeah, so have we. So have we. Says he brought back a little something-something. That's what I've heard. I'm quite interested in seeing it, but I can't imagine he has it available on display for us. Now, if... If he wanted to display it, you'd see it as soon as you walked in. Maybe you could take down that god-awful painting. <laughs> uh, this is this is true. Still, I wonder. Have you heard any any tell of what it might be? No, not at all. Not at all. Haven't figured anything out about it. He just keeps saying it's super important. Super important. It's very beautiful, but he doesn't actually say what it is. Lord knows he's probably got it locked up in the basement or something. <laughs> in the basement? Oh, Wine cellar, whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you know, fine wines, fine artifacts. What's the difference? Not much, really, I suppose, depending on your liking a wine. You like wine there, big boy? I'm uh, more of a whiskey man myself. Ah, my type of guy. This accent <laughs> is all over the place. I fucking hate it, you hate it, the audience will hate it, and I'm sorry, but this is where we're at right now, and I apologize, we're moving on. One of these days we'll get an episode where you don't complain about your own accents. <laughs> but it is not this day. You sound good, buddy. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I can't even respond to that bullshit. Uh, Carly loves it. He likes Thank accents. Thank They're you, hilarious. Carly. Thank you. Appreciate you. Can I talk to Andrew now? <laughs> is Andrew there? <laughs> or has Andrew gone crazy? What's up, sweetie? <laughs> I can't, I, I can't with you right now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, you know, he says it's super special, but basement, his study, library, who knows where he keeps all of his precious little treasures. I'd keep it in a safe myself. Yeah, well, that is the, it's the obvious answer. The question is, where would the safe be? Oh, you're looking to find it then, eh? Well. <laughs> looking to check it out, eh? Not uh, Not on the record, but what I wouldn't give to take a peek at what he's hiding. Hmm. I might be able to help you find it. 
You know, I'm looking to get into a little bit of trouble tonight. And she winks at you again. What'd you say you and me, uh, wander around a little bit, yeah? I think that would be delightful. I'm gonna, like, hold up my arm in the... in the gentlemanly... escorting way. Oh my god, it's just as I imagined! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she puts... she wraps her arm around, looks down at, uh, Harold, gives him a wink and, and a nudge, and then lets you lead her through the ballroom. Where would you like to head? Well, I guess she's probably the one that should be leading. But, I don't know. So, if we were walking through the ballroom, is there anything on, you know, that side of the room? Any other doors that I didn't see? From what you can tell, it's just a completely, just walls all the way around. Mm -hmm. It's the only passageways are the ones in the room I came in through. Right, the big double doors, floor to ceiling. Okay. Yeah, let's head back to that area, see if there's a path we can go through. Okay. Just to remind you, the only other door you saw that might lead to the rest of the house was in the foyer. Uh, and that is that the one that was guarded by the uh, uh -huh. big burly gentleman? Yeah. All right. I guess, I guess we should head over there. Okay. I will let you go ahead and, yeah, just um, if you guys are sort of walking, she's sort of like laughing and, and, and chuckling, and, and she lets you lead her into the foyer, and she sees the door, and she goes... Here, let me handle this real quick. And she sort of gets really giggly <laughs> and, and walks you up to the door and says, Excuse me, Mr. Man, do you mind if we see the rest of the house? I almost waited for you to respond. <laughs> You're not the fucking guard. I'm the fucking guard. I'm playing your NPCs now. <laughs> I know. I can do a better voice probably, but... He looks down at you and he says, I'm sorry, ma'am. The, uh... Rest of the house is off limits for the evening. Just, just the uh, foyer, dining hall, and ballroom. I am terribly sorry about it. Oh come on, honey dear, why don't you uh, try to convince him? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna walk up and I'm gonna look at the guy and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give him kind of a a curt you know look and say, listen, I'm sure you understand myself and a fine lady. Anyway, you can uh, make something happen. Roll me a perception check real quick. Perception. 15. Okay, he turns like beet red under his helmet. And now roll me a persuasion check with advantage, because that was pretty smart. With advantage, it's going to be a 22. He goes, um, <laughs> sir, I'm, re I'm really not, not supposed to. And he's like looking back and forth between you and her. He goes, well, and he, he looks over and the Baron is sort of within eyesight, but he's very deep in conversation with Bartholomew. He's just... All right, just not to be too crude, but make it quick, would you? And he, he's looking around, and he opens the door for you to walk through. And you guys walk through the door, and he closes it behind you. And we're going to cut you off right there. We're going to go back to Oliver and Rain. I'm assuming you guys are going to meet up and sort of talk about what happened, or are you guys sort of still milling about? Mm. You guys actually do see Allegrax get this lady on his arm and, you know, chat her up a little bit and then lead her out of the room. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, is if we saw that, then I'd probably look for Rain first of all and motion to him that Allegrax went that way. Okay, so easily enough. Uh, so what would you guys like to do? I'm going to make friendly with the uh, with the guards. Just going to go walk over to him and suddenly be like, hey, want a snack? Are you talking about the guard that just went through, the, or the, the one that's guarding the door? The one that's guarding the door. I mean, he's probably been standing there all day probably use a, a nibble you know guards get hungry too he looks, um, well I, I appreciate that sir but uh, you know we're 
the food is for the guests and uh you know baron wellington would not like it very much if if i if i took uh any food i do appreciate it though thank you yeah that's fair hey y'all you guys uh you guys want to get a drink later i'm sure this party's gonna end at some point thinking about going out for a drink uh well my my shift doesn't end until uh dawn but maybe maybe the next evening you seem like a fine guy maybe we can uh you know i'm, I'm off tomorrow you know, Kyle's gonna come in and come for me uh, because I was supposed to see my lady this uh, tomorrow night, but uh, she actually got held up in Neverwinter. You know, something with the war breaking out, or, or something. You know, that some of the transportation uh, didn't really uh, get make it through all the way, so she stuck around there just to be safe. And I said, "All right, you know, I trust her. You know, we've been going steady for about six months now, um, and I'm pretty happy with the way the relationship is going." And um... I just, I just stand there and <laughs> nod and encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> While he's talking, can I try to sneak behind him? Oh, okay. Obviously, he needs the shoulder. So I'm just, I <laughs> Roll me a stealth check. Not that you're any good at that, but... We'll see. Well, I got a 10. <laughs> this guy is not working for me. Uh, he got a 5. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there and he's just going on and on. And he's like, you know, I, I, I really appreciate how honest she's been with me. You know, she's having some fears, but we've worked through them. And you're sort of just like doing that, you know, the Blues Brothers where they're getting into the auditorium? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so dun 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 And you're like sneaking behind <laughs> them and you slip into the door. And immediately in front of you is Allegrex and the lady. And we're going to cut it off there. I actually need all of you except for Mandrew to take off your headphones. Okay. Okay. And then just let me know when your headphones are off. Okay, they got to be off. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, Andrew, you are... Carly, you are walking around sort of the outside of, of the mansion. What would you like to do? Actually, roll me a perception check real quick. Alrighty then. So I am a 15 plus, where's my perception? Plus one, 16. 16, okay. So as you and Tim are sort of walking around, you're you're definitely focused sort of on the mansion and you're like, I need to get in there. I got to be there. Da, 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 da. And you do notice that of the two alleyways that are on the side of the houses, the one on the right is darkened. Like, there are torches or, or, or lamps or something, light coming out of one side and every other alleyway up and down the street. But for some reason, this particular alleyway is darkened. Is that the one that Oliver told me about when he checked everything out? The one that goes kind of through from one side of the mansion to the other? It goes around the back side, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he described it as it should have been, but basically this alleyway goes back behind and connects behind the house so it's basically one long horseshoe all right and i'm walking towards it you're just sort of outside if you want to walk towards it you can all right well i've been talking to tim the whole time i'm gonna chat with him a little bit or is there something that you need to get to before i do my chatting nope chat it up okay uh hey hey tim yeah what's going on there uh, good buddy uh Allegrax? oh you're pretty cool you actually treat me pretty good people usually don't i, I kind of get the impression from the other guys that they don't really treat you well either is that right that's absolutely right you wouldn't believe it every day is tim do this tim do that tim shovel the crap it's so annoying uh, how long have you been doing this well i've been a i've been a god for probably about six months now yeah six months now oh so, so you got like a year and a half left Oh, yeah, well, I'm probably going to re-up at the end of it, but, yeah, you know, probably, yeah, we'll see, we'll see where I'm at. Well, uh, uh, what would you think about becoming an adventurer? 
Uh, I think you have the chops for it. An adventurer? Me? I don't know. No, I don't know about that. What, uh, what do you say that? What, me? An adventurer? Well, well I, I see your build, and uh, just walking, I could tell that you're a warrior. I, I, I could... I could tell that you can, uh, you could definitely hold your own. Oh, uh, he, he starts, like, shifting his feet, and he's like, Oh, no, not me! Uh, no, me? Just little old Tim? No! I'm gonna do a very slow punch, like, just trying to skim his face and see what happens. Okay, make me an attack roll with self-imposed disadvantage. And I am aiming, not for his face, to the side. <laughs> I got you, I got you. All right, so I am a uh, seven, and let me check my melee. It'd be it'd be an unarmed strike, so I think it's just plus one. Plus three, actually. Your unarmed strike is plus three. Holy shit! Yeah, so I got a seven. Oh, okay, cool. Or seven plus three, eight at ten. Sorry. Okay, no, that's fine. Doesn't beat his armor class. So he sees it coming, and he like blocks it out of the way really quick. He's like, "Boy, what? What are you doing now? He thought you. What are you doing?" Oh, uh, see. That was like my best punch, and you just blocked it like nothing. You you got this. I I kind of wish that you were in my group training because we would be on this epic adventure right now, kicking some butt. Oh wow, maybe I. And he sort of looks at his own hands, and he's like, Oh, maybe I maybe I do have the chops for it. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, so Tim, uh, I I I got a level with you. I'm actually undercover right now, and I I think I need your help. Whoa, what? Undercover? I am part of the Adventurer's Guild, and I'm on a mission right now. And I definitely want you to become an adventurer later on when you're done with your contract. My my name is actually, uh, Rain. Uh, it's Rain Stormbottom. Uh, but, uh, I, uh, I need your help. There's some major stuff going on with some bad people, and we need to make sure it doesn't happen. Can I trust you? I, I already know you can fight. Rain, you can, yeah, you can trust me, man. Yeah, and he's got, you know, he's like, he's sort of puffs out his head. Absolutely. What do you need, Rainstorm Bottom? Well, uh, I already noticed that this alleyway over here, it used to be lit, and I'm pretty sure some bad people are going to try to get into this party. So I need your help. We need to get in there, and we need to stop what's going to happen, or at least be there just in case. Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Oh, that was a bad one. That was a good one. And then a seven, that's it. That's all I got. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, he sort of looks around. He's like, I mean, man, well, if we just, okay, we could check out the alleyway, I, I guess, but I don't know about just running off. Of, and he's sort of like looking around as if looking for like a superior. He's like, I don't, I don't know about that, but let, we can we can at least go check out the alleyway. Is that okay? I mean, does that, would that be all right? That, that's all I asked for. We, we need to just do everything we can. And there's some bad people that are going to try to get in there. And we need to stop it if it happens. Let, let's do what we can, all right? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll try and help you, you know. And then he's you know, standing a little taller. He's like, adventure. You don't need to try. You're, you're pretty awesome. Oh, you, stop it. Come on, let's go check out the alleyway, you big so-and-so. I start skipping over to it. Just, just <laughs> slightly. Slightly. Not to gain attention. Right, I got you. And he he doesn't at first, but when you sort of look back, you notice he's also like doing a little, ah, little skip, doing a little skip. So you enter the alleyway, and it is completely dark. There is a little bit of light right at the entrance. And you have, do you have night vision? Yeah, I have dark vision. Okay. And and so you can you can see fairly well, but Tim is he's really close to you because he can't really see. And you see a a figure up in front of you about 
halfway down the alley, and he is laying down. Does he see me? No. Okay. You can't see if he sees you or not, but he has not reacted to you in any way. I'm going to turn over to Tim and just whisper, Oh, hey, hey, Tim. Tim, I need you to go check the back of the alley. I'm going to check the other side and see if there's anything going on, all right? I, I can see in the dark. Oh, I can't? Wait, so you want me to go down this long alleyway by myself? No, no, no. Stay, stay at this side and I'm going to go down this alley because I can see in the dark. And then I'll meet back up with you just a couple minutes. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yell if you need me. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. All right. And he sort of backs out, and you see him disappear around the corner. And you look at the the figure on the ground. I'm assuming you're gonna approach him, or you're gonna. I'm gonna try to stealth up, but before I do that, I'm taking off my training sash you said I had. Okay. Nice. So go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Okay. So oh, I have disadvantage because my armor. So I had a twenty. But now I have a eight. Okay, you actually got really lucky. So you approach the the figure, and when you get close enough to him, you recognize the cloak, and you reach out and touch him, and he doesn't move. And when you roll him over, Leon's face is looking up at you, and he blinks several times, and he goes, Oh, golly. Oh, thank God you're here. Listen now. It's a setup. You gotta get it. I tried. And you see a pool of blood beneath him. And, and, and there's a, a wound across his chest from shoulder almost all the way down to his hip. And he's cut. I'll try to get it. They set me up. Colleague, for the God's sake, you gotta help him. It's a setup, Colleague. They know. They know. All right, uh, who do I have to look for? What, what do I look for? I'm not entirely sure. It's the Thieves Guild, golly. They, they're going to be dressed in dark. I don't, I don't know exactly which operative they, they brought over. Keep an eye out for maybe, maybe some halflings. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, here. I'm going to hand him my healing potion, the last one I have. Drink this. I need to go in there, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I could do. You, you heal up, and then get in if you can. J- just so you know, Francois, he he said he said hey. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 I'm out. I'm going to before I go. I'm gonna lean down next to him. Well, uh, man, I'm gonna go invisible now, man. I. I really wish I could do this to two people because you'd be invisible pretty awesome. I'm going to cast it and I'm going to spend two sorcerer points and split my invisibility spell so both of us become invisible. Okay, so him him as well? Yep. Okay, so you sort of push your hands together and smoke starts to form from them and you place one hand on him and one hand on yourself and the smoke sort of crackles a little bit with like uh, flakes of fire and then dissipates and both him and you are now invisible holy crap you're invisible too i oh i did it i i did it you gotta come in there when you get a chance man i'll do my best kylie but i gotta tell you i'm hurting pretty bad even with the potion it it's gonna take some time for me to get up in there all right well we'll do what you can i'm gonna run over to tim and he doesn't see me but i'm gonna say hey hey tim oh uh, what the crap just keep an eye here there's some bad guys i'm gonna i'm gonna swing around i'm not going in but i'm swinging around all right hey, gotta man. try to try to find these guys oh uh, i'm a magician i'm pretty sweet oh uh, 
Wow, that's all right. Well, cool, Rain. All right, well, I'll, I'll watch the front door. I'll, I'll, I'll scream if there's anything, all right? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go through that alleyway and then try to make my way in invisible. Hey, everyone. Mike again. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We're very, very grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, we love hearing your feedback by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, tweeting at us at Last Nerds Earth, and following our Facebook and Instagram, Last Nerds on Earth. If you enjoy what we do and want to help us grow, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Last Nerds on Earth. We've got some great rewards, including the chance to name a character, submit items, and even play a one-shot DM'd by Jack himself. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.